Star Wars 7x7 episode 2048. Today it's the final part of a four-part story arc. This is Order's Clone Wars Season 6 Episode 4, and this is your Clone Wars Briefing. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So here we are, finishing up the first story arc of Season 6 of The Clone Wars. This is a full spoiler briefing, so if you need any more warning than that, well, <laughs> that would be a little crazy. <laughs> Especially since we've gone through them all at the rate that we have with the level of spoilers we have so far. So let's just jump right in. So where we left the story is that Fives has managed to convince Shock T that this whole story about the chips that he found in Tup and in himself needs to be brought to the attention of the Republic, and so they are on their way to Coruscant to meet with Chancellor Palpatine to discuss the issue. As they are heading there, and by the way, the Department of Corrections needs to weigh in because I was saying Lama Say and it's Nala Say. Lama Su is the Prime Minister of Kamino, but Nala Say is the scientist who is working on this whole situation, so my apologies for mixing them up in a previous episode. Nala Say slips a drug to Fives while Shock T isn't paying attention, and he's like, oh, what'd you give me? And this unfortunately goes unnoticed. <sighs> yeah, that's not gonna end well, is it? I feel like I've been saying that a lot with this, and it turns out that this is where things start to go wrong, because Chancellor Palpatine says, oh, you know, let me and Fives talk in private about this. I'm sure I'll be fine, and, you know, there are objections, but Palpatine says, oh, my, you know, guard will be fine, and I'll be protected, and so they leave Fives alone in there, and it isn't long before, oh! He's trying to kill me! And Fives is going amok in there, of course, because of whatever Nala Say dosed him with. And Shock T manages to use the Force to knock him away from Palpatine, and then he goes on the run, and things don't look good. And after the chaos has died down and everyone has run off to chase Fives, Palpatine calmly hands the inhibitor chip samples to Nala Say, and there's one nail in the coffin. Meanwhile, at the Jedi Temple, there's a meeting and everybody's surprised that the Jedi haven't been brought into this whole thing, and so they suggest that perhaps they should go investigate. So Anakin and Rex, as you know, part of the 501st, they think that if you know, Fives can meet with them, then maybe, just maybe, there's a chance that things could go well, that they could find out what's really going on and protect Fives in this process. Fives manages to go to a clone bar, 79's, interesting, and meets up with a couple of other folks from the 501st and manages to give coordinates to one of these other 501st members to relay to Anakin and Rex so that way he can meet with them secretly and hopefully give them the information that they need about this plot. So we get to the final showdown, which happens in level 1325 of the Coruscant Underworld. Yeah, again, we're playing around near that level 1313 situation. <sighs> anyway, so Fives gets Anakin and Rex to meet him down there, but traps them in a ray shield so that way he knows that he can tell his story without being worried about, you know, being captured or killed or, you know, stunned or anything like that. It just increasingly sounds like the ravings of a madman, though, and especially with no evidence and considering that he's already been set up to have attacked Palpatine, this just, just doesn't look good. 
And of course, you know, things are worse because there have been clone shock troopers on the lookout for fives, and there was a probe droid scanning around that saw fives leave 79s and tracked him down to level 1325, and so Commander Fox and a bunch of his troops show up, and unfortunately, even though they tell fives to stand down, fives feels like this isn't going to work out and reaches for one of Rex's pistols and Fox has no choice but to shoot him. Doesn't stun him, shoots to kill, unfortunately. And I guess that's kind of how it has to happen. So, and the final scene, well, in the final scene of that situation, fives ends up dying in Rex's arms, which is very sad. And the epilogue of this is frustrating to say the least. And I mean that in a good way from a storytelling perspective. Palpatine says that they figured out what was wrong with the situation. It was a previously unknown parasite from Ringo Vinda and that everybody's going to be vaccinated for it. And so that makes it nice and fine for everyone else, but... You and I know that, oh, you should manage to really dodge a bullet and get away with this one. And he sends the samples to Dooku and says, you know, they've got to be destroyed because nobody can find out about Order 66. Ugh. And so that is the story across four episodes of how Order 66 was so, so close to being discovered by the Jedi and possibly foiled as well. And oh my, how history would have been different in the galaxy far, far away if that had happened. Unfortunately not. And so that's going to wrap up our look at that first story arc in season six. There is one other story that I want to talk with you about really quick after the break. <laughs> Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Razor, I've made some changes to the Asteroid Belt level at patreon.com SW7X7 and they are all with sponsors in mind. So if you want to get the word out about your business, your product, your service to a dedicated Star Wars audience, then please check out patreon.com SW7X7 and look for the Asteroid Belt level for details. Again, that's patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. So we've talked about this in previous episodes of the show when we've been looking ahead at other things coming out in 2020 for Star Wars. And this is about the book uh, R2-D2 is Lost, which is a kid's book that's actually out today. And thank you very much to Disney Lucasfilm Press for sending me a copy. So this is targeted at super young readers, and it's good fun. <laughs> I'll just say that. There's so many things that I want to spoil for you in the book, actually, because it features... R2 and BB-8 and 3PO going back to Endor. It takes place after the Battle of Endor. In fact, I guess from a timeline perspective, it would have to take place you know, sometime within the six years prior to The Force Awakens, I would think, because of the fact that they are together with BB-8. I don't know when BB-8 was a part of the Resistance, but yeah, it has to happen sometime within those last couple of years before the events of The Force Awakens. And there are visual nods to Return of the Jedi, some story-based nods to it as well, which are good fun. R2-D2 is as sassy to C-3PO as you would hope that he would be, and as an adult reading the book, I'm sure you can imagine R2 saying things that, you know, probably a child in the target audience of this book wouldn't be able to imagine, although these days, who knows, but... 
be that as it may, this was a, a cute little fun read, and if you have a youngster who is a Star Wars fan, then I think this is a, a lovely little gift that you might get him or her, so there you go. Uh, again, thank you to Disney Lucasfilm Press for sending one along. It's a very cute book. <laughs> And that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the galaxy you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2020 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.